Well, Kurt, we want to welcome Chuck to our radio broadcast this morning. Uh, Chuck is on our program, a residential program, and you've been on the program for about eight months. Correct. And uh, so we're very glad that you're with us here this morning. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Chuck, I know that you're from uh, Pennsylvania originally. Uh, when you came to uh, the Haven back in July, did you, were you uh, residing in Ohio at the time? Yeah, I moved to Ohio back in uh, 2013, married a girl. That's what brought you here? That's what brought me to Ohio, yeah. Okay, all right. And is it still married no, family now? No, Okay, okay. Well, Chuck, let me. How did you hear about the Haven of Rest? I mean, being from Pennsylvania, coming over into Ohio in 2013, how did you end up coming to the Haven? I got in a little trouble when I was married and uh, ended up in jail. And uh, I had nowhere to go. So, guys in the jail were telling me about uh, the rescue mission in Mahoney Valley. Mm-hmm. So, I went there and started doing the program, and I did some things. and got kicked out just like normal what happens here i did the same thing and then uh that was 2000 going on 2014 2016 i went back to mahoney valley rescue mission and i did their program graduated it got a uh job with goodwill uh, while I was working at Goodwill, they were hiring for a cook for the mission. So I prayed on it, and prayed a lot on it, and then I finally told them I would take the position. So I worked there almost a year, and uh, I moved out. Wasn't connected with the church. Uh, I ended up starting uh, use marijuana again. So I resigned from the rescue mission because uh, I got uh, a drug test. So I resigned so I didn't get fired so I could go back. So uh, I got a job working as a cook. And then a year later, I went back to the rescue mission to work as a cook. Mm-hmm. And then uh, working a full-time job in the rescue mission part-time, I just I couldn't handle it anymore. So I, I resigned again, good standards. Mm-hmm. Still talk to the guys. And what brought me here was uh, a lot of bad things. I've, I was drinking uh, a year straight. I'd wake up 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, and I'd, I'd start drinking. Well, the girl I was with says, I told her, I can't do this anymore. This isn't, this isn't me. And her, her answer was, you, can, you, you can't handle this or you can't do it. So in my head, being stubborn... I'll show you. And I did, and it took me down the road. Uh, the only thing I could say good about this girl was I was using heroin at the time when I met her, and she got me off heroin. So it's been almost two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the drinking was a problem. Mm-hmm. So I called Pastor Terry at the rescue mission, had a meeting with him and uh, leadership. That was in Mahoning. Mahoning, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, since I was so familiar with the program and the way everything worked there, they thought coming to the Haven Rest would be a better situation. Because I know when I worked there, we had people that Jason Hubbard would send down to uh, Rescue Mission Mahoney Valley, and mm-hmm. we would send guys here. 
So I said, yeah, I'll do it. And two days later, I showed up here. And first thing Jason said when his, uh, he seen me, uh, Doug Golf brought me up. And uh, he goes, isn't that your, isn't that your cook? <laughs> yeah, it used to be. Oh. So that's what brought me to Haven. So what was, um, what was your first couple of days like? Were you, it sounded like you were here, you, you were sober, it sounds like, when you first Yeah, when in. I came here, I was sober. Yeah, okay. So what, what were you hoping to accomplish uh, when you started here at uh, the program? Obviously, there were things that you were wanting to leave behind, but looking forward, what, what were you hoping uh, to accomplish? When I first got here, I, would, I didn't want to be here. And I think some of the staff knew that. I think uh, Chappie Studer knew that. And uh, after about a month, I really started to get into it. Quit talking to the girl that I was I was with. And uh, once I quit talking to her, the Holy Spirit took over me. Mm -hmm. I says, what are you doing? Why was you even tempting to do things that you know you're not supposed to do? So I started enjoying, enjoying it like I... I was when I was in Mahoney County Rescue Mission. I enjoy it here. I had a girlfriend one time say, why do you want to go out, go there and hang out with those people at the Rescue Mission? And I looked at her and said, I am one of those people. Those people are no different than me or you. And that bugged me. Today, to this day, it still bugs me that people can actually look at someone and say, why would you want to be like that? We can't help it from the way that we're being. Well, you know, Chuck, you're featured in our voice newsletter this month in the month of March. And reading your story and uh, just seeing what you've gone through, I mean, this wasn't always you. There were some things that happened earlier in life that really changed uh, and hurt you. Yeah. Do uh, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, there's some things I left out of my sure out of it, but I married my high school sweetheart, uh, 18 years old. Uh, got pregnant. Uh, we're going. We were going to have twins, and she got hit by a drunk driver. Well, that drunk driver was one of my best friends. It took me a long, a long time to forgive him. I've talked to him. I've been to his house. I understand what happened, but I wasn't only just mad at him. I was mad at God. I didn't want to have anything to do with church, anyone talking about him. It wasn't until Mahoney County Rescue Mission that I was starting to be able to forgive. I went to Catholic school for a while until my parents couldn't afford it. I knew about God, and I know that he, he died for us on the cross to cover our sins. But I was still mad at him. And then one day, it, why are you mad? God had a purpose for them. And I'll see him someday. Mm -hmm. I still have my days. <laughs> when uh, Jim asked me to do the, the paper, I was sitting in Jack Hugg's uh, class, I was on YouTube, listening to a video from the 80s. I was sitting there crying. 
And he kind of looked at me, and, and I explained to him why I was crying. I was watching a video, a song, the 80s that we listened to. It's hard. I mean, everyone goes through it, but we got to get over it. We'll see them someday. Do you think some of your drinking had to do with uh, uh, some uh, grief or, or loss? No. Uh, after the loss, I really wasn't much of a drinker. 2001, I've had a lot of surgeries from 88 to, ooh, 1988 to 2000. I've had seven back surgeries mm. and five knee surgeries. Wow. So I was always on pain medicine. And it wasn't until late 1990s that I realized that I was addicted, addicted to uh, opiates. Couldn't figure out why I was getting sick. I thought I was getting the flu. Well, that's not what the problem was. So 2005 was the last time I took any opiates. I, I did drink a little bit when I was on the pain medicine. Uh, on the weekends, Friday or Saturday night, it was really never out of control except for one night when I got a DUI. I hit a semi dead on going the wrong way up the highway on three wheels. After that, I didn't drink. I'd, I'd go years without drinking. And then when I met that girl, I don't know what it was. If it was my mom's death added on to my wife's, I started drinking and I just I had enough of it. Couldn't do it no more. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Chuck, we're obviously glad that you came to the Haven of Rust. <clears throat> obviously, the Lord used Mahoney uh, Rescue Mission in your life. And being here, you've been here for eight months. Um, how's that going for you? I mean, obviously, you've gone through a lot of classes. You've interacted with Jason and Chappie. I'm sure there's been a lot of staff that really have been important to you. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? I enjoy the staff here. Chappie's unique. I, I, I really enjoy being around Chappie, listening to his stories about the way he grew up, the way he turned out. Uh, Jason Hubbard, I I would do anything for Jason Hubbard, and I think he knows that. Anytime I have a problem, a question about the Bible or something that I'm reading, that's the first person I go to is Jason Hubbard. And it's normally, here's a book. Mm-hmm. Here's a book for you to read, which I enjoy. I enjoy reading. Jason, I, I like Jason. He's pretty cool. I I know where he came from, and he knows where I come from. And Jesse Slayball, he's a character. He, If you're in a bad mood and you're talking to him or, or sad, He's got that certain look that he'll he'll give you, and you just I can't help it from laughing. Mm-hmm. I know there's I've even talked to kitchen staff, uh, Janelle about my my wife and that, and they pray for me. I know that there's anyone at uh, Haven Arrested that I can go to staff wise, or even resident wise. I can talk to anyone here. Mm-hmm. Well, and. I think you mentioned that uh, uh, people praying for you, like Janelle. I know a lot of men talk about well, on a broadcast because we ask them. We talk. They talk about the um, not only staff that have meant a lot to them, but perhaps a, a part of the programming that has ma- uh, meant something to them. I think of uh, the the Bible studies, 
the authentic manhood, uh, even the internship that you've talked about, your, I mean, you mentioned to us before that you're in now assisting the staff over at the client service center. Is, is there been a element of the program time you've been here that has meant maybe the most to you? Uh, being an intern over with the clients, I, I really enjoy listening to the problems they have. Sometimes I have an answer for them and sometimes I don't. I tell them to pray to God. We pray together. And sometimes they'll listen to my problems. We all have same problems, just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Chuck, we're obviously very excited to see how the Lord is continually working in your life as you, you're moving through uh, the program, you're interacting with several of the staff, they're encouraging you. As we get uh, close to wrapping things up here, how can our listeners pray for you? That I keep uh, following God, connected with the church when I'm done with the program. That's one of the biggest things is you have to stay connected with the church. Mentor is very important. You have to, you have to have a church. You have to have a mentor. You have to be involved with your church, and that's what I never did in the past, and that's what messed me up. So getting involved with the church with a mentor, um, and just um, staying close, staying close to God would be the prayer request. And I know our listeners will be praying for you. Yes, sir. So um, thank you for stopping by today and uh, sharing a little bit about your story and uh, your time at uh, Haven of Rest. And uh, we will be in prayer for what you mentioned. And God bless you in the days ahead. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Chuck.